0: And I believe that uh, he's already started to do a work. And I'm just going to share very, very briefly. All I'm going to do is just remind you what Andrew said. And in very brief, he said four things. The first one is that the life of a Christian is a life of loving and serving and sacrificing. Declan... Declan gave a testimony this morning in the stewardship time. And he said, guys, it was hard for me. I was on drugs, I was in prison, and I and I started a journey. And the journey didn't start in a, you know, beautiful double cab Toyota. It started on a 125 motorbike in the rain. And each one of us is called to a journey. Where we will learn to love others, like Declan did. Where we will learn to serve others, like Declan does. And in and, and to sacrifice what we prefer for others and for the Lord. That was the first thing. The second is that we are called to be the body of Christ. And if we're going to be that body, because each one of us are just a small little member of the body, not the whole thing in and of ourselves, if the world is to see Christ, each one of us needs to play our part. That was the second. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about us Together. It's about all the little streams flowing together until they become a mighty river. Andrew reminded us last night that 20 years ago, he started with Josh Jen here. And now each little stream has become a movement all over the world of health, of life, serving When I came to Sunningdale uh, two years ago, just two years ago, do you know how many people I knew here? Do you know how many friends I had? I knew Andrew and I knew Merv before I came. That was it. How many friends do I have now? The third thing was a picture. The first picture was of Jesus. And Andrew showed this picture. This is a picture that was put together by some, I don't know who it was, but some clever guy that pulled all the research about what Jesus might have looked like and his lineage and what people looked like at the time and whatever. And and this is the most accurate picture that we can come up with as to what Jesus might have looked like actually physically is that. I love how they've put Jesus at the bottom there. And he looks like a man who's... uh, quite you know active and thin and you know he works hard with his hands and he, he walks long distances and he's been in the sun and he's you know that's, that, that's what he looks like and, and it's not that Jesus wants us to look like him physically but the Bible says that we are becoming more and more like Jesus as we follow him and the problem is that Andrew highlighted with the church is that the church sits in the pews all over the world and gets fed every Sunday and gets fed and gets fed and gets fed and eventually the church starts to look like a gentleman by the name of Mr. Mason who we're going to show you now. This is a chap by the name of Paul Mason. And at one stage he was the world's fattest man. And Andrew said, that is a picture of what we look like when we sit in the house of God. He didn't leave his house for two years. We sit in the house of God and we don't do anything. We get fed and we don't exercise. We don't serve. We don't exercise the gift that God has put in us. And we become just like that. And so Andrew encouraged us. He said, this is an opportunity to get out of bed. This is an opportunity to start to exercise, no matter how uncomfortable it feels, that we might be saved. And I found a little video about Paul Mason that I want to share with you. And then I'll tell you the end of his story, if I can. It was an interesting process. He agreed to letting the surgeons in. He agreed to the discomfort of being pulled out of his bed and taken into the hospital and the beginning of multiple operations. Firstly, to remove a lot of fat. Secondly, to get him moving and to get the muscles going. Thirdly, they had to cut excess skin off him and there was about 23 kgs of skin that had to be cut off him. But in the end... He looks very much like you and me, and he's recovered, and he is walking around and active and healthy again. And that is a picture of what God wants, not that we all look like him, but he wants to avoid us looking like him. He wants us to be active in our faith, to be participating in the body of Christ and in the house of God, and not just sitting and being fed. Amen? And then finally, Andrew gave us three pictures of how the New Testament church met. Firstly, they met in homes, and uh, we should all meet in homes. We should all be part of a community group, a small group that meets on a Wednesday night or uh, whenever they meet where we can love one another, where we can be known, where we can be recognized, where we can share the ups and the downs, the good and the bad together. The second place they met was in Solomon's colonnade, which was a, a big part of the temple that could fit maybe 100,000 people in there. And the Bible talks about in Acts chapter 5 that they met in Solomon's colonnade altogether. And the last one was that they met in synagogues all over Jerusalem and all over Israel. And a synagogue, Andrew taught us, was a smaller venue. It could take maybe 100, maybe 150 people. The biggest synagogue in Jerusalem that they found could seat a maximum of 400 people. And as a congregation, we are over the maximum size for a synagogue. And the reason that a synagogue was small was so that everybody could play their role. When you came in, everybody knew your name. Everybody could contribute to the finances of the synagogue. They could contribute. They could, they could invite each other for lunch. They could bring something and add value. And they could grow together as a community.